Welcome to the Annie Jennings PR Real Stories of Success podcast series. Annie Jennings is the creator of the most powerful radio campaign in the country, where you are booked on high-impact shows in top markets, as well as a famous pay-for-placement national television, print, and online media program, where she offers guaranteed deliverables. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director for Annie Jennings PR, and we are sharing another real story of success to give listeners an inside look into what it's like to work with Annie Jennings. And today we're talking with Dr. Steve Ruskin. He's a historian of astronomy and author of the book, America's First Great Eclipse, How Scientists, Tourists, and the Rocky Mountain Eclipse of 1878 Changed Astronomy Forever. Annie's team of publicists placed Dr. Ruskin with USA Today, Newsweek, CNET, Slate.com, CBS, and Fox Television, not to mention a major national radio campaign. He signed on for 18 interviews and was heard on over 650 stations. This includes big media brands like NPR, CBS Radio, Fox News Radio, iHeartMedia, Westwood One, and nationally, as well as in major markets like San Diego, Chicago, San Francisco, Philadelphia, Boston, Seattle, Portland, Minneapolis, and many, many more. So, Welcome, Dr. Ruskin. Hey, thanks for having me, Stacey. It's our pleasure. Why don't you talk to our listeners a little bit about kind of the beginning, you know, why you decided to work with Annie and what feeling that you got when talking with her on the phone? Well, sure, yeah. You know, I um, when I had this book that came out about a, an eclipse in, that occurred in 1878, I wrote it to time uh, with the 2017 eclipse, which, of course, you know, anyone who was was around during the past few months of the summer of 2017 realized that that that's almost, other than politics, uh, it's pretty much what everyone was talking about. And so I knew that a book about, you know, a past eclipse that occurred in America would, would be interesting. It was just a matter of getting the message out. And having worked in marketing before in the technology space, you know, I knew the value of a publicist, but I had never, even though I've been um, published before, I've never really worked with a publicist um, for previous books or anything else I'd done. So I knew that I needed to do something. And so I just did some research uh, online and came across Annie Jennings and um, a number of others and dug deep and even listened to some of uh, Annie Jennings' podcasts like I'm doing now and thought that she really seemed uh, to be on top of thing and uh, on top of, of the book publicity, because I know that was one of her specialties, uh, or the company's specialties. And so um, it just it made me, you know, want to give her a call and chat about what I needed, uh, what, what, what my objectives were. And, um, and, and that was great. I think she really got me uh, right away. And when you spoke with her, Steve, how did you feel with her on the phone? You said you dug deep with several different PR firms. What was it about Annie that made you say yes, like the clincher? You know, I think it was her professionalism. Um, I've worked not only as a, yes, I'm an author and I'm an academic and I probably feel more comfortable in a tweed jacket, but I've also worked in the technology space and I've also worked in um, the real estate space. Uh, and I understand what it takes to be a professional. I've worked with, 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 with CEOs that are worth, you know, millions and millions on their own. So I, I know I've seen professionalism at all levels. Um, and Andy, or sorry, Annie gave me that sense right away that, that she was someone not only focused uh, and knew her market, knew what needed to get done in her space, but was passionate about it too. Her energy uh, was very impressive. And that's what I needed because I was feeling a little lost. And um, I felt like, you know, she, not only did she get me, like I said, but that she was going to be able to sort of figure out what it, 
what I thought I needed uh, and translate that into what, you know, how that would work in, in the PR world. And so it was, you know, it was a, it was a good feeling. I just felt like she was a real professional. And so when you signed on, what were your expectations or expectations? What was it that you expected to receive in terms of the media placements? And do you think that what you did receive kind of exceeded those expectations? You know, it's it's funny because I didn't know what to expect, and and yet I had expectations. I just didn't know if they were reasonable. But you know, at first I signed on for the radio campaign, and like you said, it was uh, the 18 spot radio campaign, um, and and I think it ended up being quite a bit more than that because there were a few that came along that that you guys were generous and and added on um, because you know we had already done the the full campaign, so that was very nice. Um, and about halfway through the radio campaign, I realized that the pay for placement, um, you know, the radio campaign was doing well. Um, and, the, and I thought the pay for placement, especially print advertising or not advertising, but print placement would 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 really help my goals as well. Uh, so I signed on for that with a with a budget, which, uh, again, Annie not only worked with him, but but exceeded um, because there were a few things that, you know, she she added on um, just, you know, in addition to to what I had already agreed to. So that was also very nice. And and so, you know, it's funny because I think from a from a strictly ROI point of view, the pay for placement, you know, I would probably say was was more valuable. But the radio campaign was a blast. And uh, I've done public speaking before. I've not only lectured in front of college students and, and, and that sort of thing, um, you know, as a professor, given public lectures, but I've also done a little bit of TV and, and, and a, little, a, a small amount of radio and podcast in the past when I was working in the tech industry, but never quite to the degree that I, I did with this campaign for the book. And because my book was on a relevant topic, there was obviously a lot of interest. I loved doing the radio campaign, and, I, and it really, um, the, the, the sort of soft advantage, that something that you don't see in an immediate return on investment is that I had a lot more confidence in, in practicing um, sort of elevator pitches and, and knowing my material a lot more, which, uh, as, as the campaign went along, really made me stronger and I think um, impressed more and more of the folks I was speaking to. And like you said, the reporters from USA Today and Newsweek and that sort of thing. So in other words, the radio campaign, um, not only was it fun to do, but it gave me a lot of confidence uh, as a speaker. And so um, I feel really good about the whole package. And did you think that you would receive so much added value? You were just talking about the investment was actually going to be my next question. <laughs> but since you answered that already, Steve, since you're so good at it now, overall, <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Uh, I yeah, try. so good, right? So such a great interviewee and guest at this point. You know, what did you feel about that added value and everything else that was kind of piled on as we, like you said, worked within your budget and then things just kept on happening for you? Yeah, well, it was neat. And that was, I think, very generous of Annie, which I didn't expect. You know, we had a set budget. The radio campaign was fixed and we knew what that amount was. And then as, as things went along, more shows wanted to talk to me You know, as the eclipse grew, uh, the, the 2017 eclipse, you know, was getting closer and closer and everyone wanted to know about it. So you guys said, hey, you know, we know we've 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 sort of met our, our requirements on this campaign, but there's more people that want to talk to you and you didn't um, give me any grief. You just said we're going to you know book these. And that was awesome. Same thing with the with the uh, print campaign, which, um, you know, of course, um, you're paying per, per 
per placement, per issue, say, per USA Today story or Newsweek story. And, and I said, I would love to have as many as I could, but here's my budget. And, um, and you said, fine, we'll do that. But the same thing happened. I mean, once we sort of met that budget, people were still, the press was still kind of banging on your door, which I think attests, you know, how, how good you guys did pitching me. But uh, you didn't turn them away just because we had sort of reached my budget. Um, you know, we, we made a few um, compromises and whatever, or, you know, we, we agreed on a few things uh, differently, and I did um, up my budget a little bit. But even even then, I think you guys went well beyond what I would have paid uh, list price just because you knew that I was doing well and you seemed more interested in my ultimate success rather than sort of, you know, I don't know, trying to squeeze me or something, which I never felt you were doing anyway. But, you know, you, you said this is for you and, you know, you're, you're doing great and we're going to help keep promoting you. And, and it was pretty amazing. So um, I think I definitely got more value uh, than, than, you know, I definitely had a, a, a high ROI from you guys. And, um, and I really, on top of it, like I said, I feel like I, my confidence and ability to speak to quickly to questions, maybe not right now, cause this one's dragging on, but I really feel like we're talking <laughs> to radio interviewers and stuff. You know, I was really getting down what they needed and, and giving them, uh, giving them what they needed. And I think that's probably what brought more and more on. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, part of what we do at Annie is, is we try to prepare you as much as possible to be the best guest that you can be and understanding what the media is looking for and included in everything that we do, no extra fees for this whatsoever, is media training. And you did that through radio, also uh, through Skype for a couple of television placements that we secured for you. So how do you feel about the media training and how that prepared you for this onslaught of media? Oh, it was great. Like I said, I've done a lot of public speaking before and even some radio and TV, although that had been a long time before prior to this campaign. So I hadn't done much, but I've never I'm not one who's ever been really shy about that. Um, So I didn't need coaxing out of my shell. But what I did need was, um, you know, sort of inside industry expertise that that you had uh, and gave me because, um, you know, I never thought about timing my responses. Right. And again, I'm not doing a good job of it on this podcast, but that's because I'm sort of gushing because I think you guys are great. But, you know, I, I, I could go on forever and ever uh, talk about my subject. But um, you all reminded me that, you know, with these reporters have limited time. So to keep your answers brief, you know, and punchy, um, you know, unless they ask for something longer. But so there, was, there were there were a lot of things that I just hadn't thought of that made perfect sense because radio was sort of new to me. And, uh, you know, knowing how to handle those questions. Uh, was was just something that I never that that's where your expertise came in that that I needed. Uh, same thing with TV and then um, you know print's a little different because you have a little more flexibility in terms of time mm-hmm. with the reporters. But but I really felt like the training did did a great job of of making me think about how to frame my responses, how long to make them, and how to make them interesting. You know, timely and, and topical, uh, so that the reporters got what they needed and didn't feel like I was just wasting their time. And what would you say it was like kind of working day to day with Annie's team, whether it was, you know, through the radio division and, you know, working with Jason and myself, what was it like to work with everyone there uh, at Annie's? Well, I mean, you were extremely responsive. I mean, I don't think we ever had to play phone tag, you know, more than once and and even after hours because we're in different time zones when it was, I know it was a lot later for you all. Um, you know, you got back to me quite quickly, whether it was, you know, text or email or, or a call. Uh, so I never felt like, um, you know, there was any, like I was being left out, you know, on my own. Uh, and even if something was going wrong, you were right on top of it and giving me a call and saying, hey, we need to reschedule this or do that or whatever. So I just felt that you guys were extremely responsive, very professional. 
Well, thank you. And like you said earlier, you were doing a great job on the interviews, that's for sure. So uh, we love that. We love to watch you grow as an expert, as a media guest in all forms. So it was our pleasure and honor to be working with you as well. And finally, Steve, you know, what would you say to someone who is thinking, who's contemplating signing on with Annie Jennings? Annie and, and you, Stacy and Jason, uh, and whoever else you know I, I haven't spoke with that's on on the team, uh, have all done an amazing job. You're you're very professional, and uh, you know it's an investment for sure. This sort of PR isn't um, you know it's not pennies. But I knew what I, I knew you know I, I knew what my budget was, and I didn't feel like I was overextending myself. And for that reason, I, but I still wanted to maximize what I was doing. Uh, you know I've worked in in big industries and small ones, and I know that you know PR um, is 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 a cost of doing business. Uh, so I was prepared for that, but what I wasn't prepared for was how um, great you guys were and how much added value I would actually end up with. So I think for those who are who are considering Annie or um, or, or someone else, um, you know, I, I guess I'm just really pleased I went with you. I got more than than I feel that I paid for, much more actually, uh, both in in sort of an ROI perspective, you know, a hard fixed cost as well as sort of a Something that I didn't expect, which was which is the 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 practice and 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 confidence in in pitching my expertise uh, to a different sort of market, you know, media than I than I've done before, and so that was really that was really great. And so, bottom line, I think that the investment was absolutely worth it. And um, you were all just very professional and made you know you you had my best interests at heart during this campaign. And I just really I don't think I could have been uh, quite as successful as I was without you. I definitely couldn't have been. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Steve. Awesome. And our listeners, of course, can learn much more about Dr. Steve Ruskin, again, historian of astronomy, author of the book, America's First Great Eclipse on his website, which is firstgreateclipse.com. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Stacey. And this podcast is presented by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm, Annie Jennings PR. For more information on how you, too, can experience national media success and guaranteed deliverables, please visit AnnieJenningsPR.com. Till next time.